I'm going to say it because you're not going to say it, but you are definitely crushing it on Twitter. I've never Thank seen you. any other company doing so well on Twitter. Elon, what should you do on Twitter <laughs> to make your life easier? Get something like Agora Post to make your life far, far easier. Welcome to the Social Media RI Hot Seat Podcast. My name is Emery Carnou. I'm the CEO of Agora Pulse, and since 2011, I've been obsessed by proving that social media was more than likes and followers, that it was actually delivering a real return on investment and a business impact that can be measured. At the beginning of 2022, Agora Pulse launched a social media ROI tracker and report. And since then, I've been on a quest. The quest of social media ROI success stories you can learn from and be inspired by. This is why this podcast exists, and I hope that thanks to what you're going to learn following it, you too will be measuring the business impact of social media on your business or the business of your clients. Let's get on with the show. Hello, everyone. I am absolutely thrilled today to welcome Whitney Medworth to the show. Whitney is uh, the content, uh, head of content for a company called Homefield Apparel, director of content, actually, Homefield Apparel. And Homefield Apparel is an e-commerce business based out of Indianapolis in the U.S., focusing on college sport apparels. So tell me more about that. What is, because we have, our audience is not only U.S.-based, it's international. And as you know, I'm French. So explain to our audience what is college sport apparel and what you do. Sure. Yeah. So we make officially licensed apparel for almost every college in the U.S. We have over 150. Uh, there's obviously a lot more we continue to add, but uh, we have we have a ton of schools. Um, and what we focus in is vintage inspired. Uh, we get we really get into the details of these designs and we our designers go through all kinds of research to find logos and designs that haven't typically been used before. Um, and so it's a little bit different than what you may find at a Nike or an Adidas or something like that. We're going really, really into the detail and the history of your school, traditions, moments, um, all those things that make people really proud to be um, an alum from the school or a current student at the school they're at. We go try to invoke all those memories and stories and um, through our apparel. And uh, we've seen a lot of success that way, putting uh, that much thought and detail uh, into our designs. So very strong communities there behind each school and yes. each sports team. Yeah. Yeah. The the fan bases that behind these schools are are huge and they care so much about their school. And so we try to replicate uh, that with them. So tell, tell us a little bit more about the the mission or the vision or the ID behind the company. Why was it started? How was it started? Do, do you know a little bit more there? Yeah. So Kind of like I was saying, I'll expand on it. Um, a lot of the bigger companies they're producing um, for so many schools at so many times that um, there may not be a lot of variety or uniqueness sometimes to the designs. And so um, our founder, um, our CEO and our founder, he knew that there was an underrepresented spot for all these vintage inspired designs and all these all the storytelling and thoughtfulness. He knew that there was an opening there. Uh, that was missing in college apparel. And so he started with some really small schools, but some really fun ones um, and that have really unique mascots, uh, like a green wave or, or there's a school 
in Michigan um, that their mascot is like a literal rock that wears a fur coat. And, and he started going with these really small, fun schools that were underrepresented um, and started to make these great shirts for them. And just kind of the momentum came that then the bigger schools wanted in as well, but still keeping that same mindset of these designs that people aren't used to seeing for their school. How old is the business now? Uh, it's just starting in 2018. So 2018, uh, yeah, very just young. Old. Just yeah. over four years old. Yeah, very Just young. Just over four years old. Great. How many How many of you now, yeah. today? Uh, I think including the, where, including the warehouse and the um, designers and um, marketing and all that, I think maybe we're around between 30 and 40. Um, a lot of that comes, obviously, from the warehouse side as well, uh, that, that make all the shirts for us. Yeah, 30 and 40, all U.S.-based. Yes, yeah. yep. So a decent team, you know, like it's, it, it is a decent yeah. business to be, to be built in, in, in a little bit more than four years. So that's quite amazing. Um, yeah. Can, can you tell us, share with us how the, the, how it got started? So we understand why the ID came from, but how the distribution got started. What was the early distribution of the, of the t-shirts and apparels that he, they were selling in, back in the days? Yeah. Yeah, so they, they started um, with some local Indiana schools. Uh, that's where we're from. And so um, getting IU, Indiana University was huge. Um, that is the biggest school um, and arguably the most popular school here in Indiana. Um, so able to get in with some of those Indiana schools. Um, and then, like I said, some of those smaller fun schools, as we call them. Uh, maybe they're not, you know, the most, they haven't won the most championships, but they are the most uh, fun designs getting with those um, and starting to just get the trust of those licensing departments and then starting to, you know, I'm sure as we'll talk about immerse ourselves in those communities and those sports communities and reaching people that way. Um, but it, it's been e-com the entire time um, with a, a massive, massive um, push on social uh, to get to get the shirts out there. Okay. W would you say social was the main go-to-market for the business or, or there were other go-to-market that were bigger or as big as social? 100%. Um, and, and to be even more specific for us, it's been Twitter. Um, a lot of people will say to us, uh, you've, you've figured out the one platform that, that other people can't. Um, and, and we have, and we agree. And sometimes we wish that we could figure out, you know, Instagram as well as we figured out Twitter. Yeah, but um, to that that said, it's it's been Twitter. Um, we were able to get ourselves into college football Twitter, which is where the community is. Um, if if people are really interested in college football, which is massive here in the U.S., college football is is very big. Um, and those fan bases, they're on Twitter. They're in their communities on Twitter. They're following certain writers on Twitter. They're following to other fans on Twitter. Um, and that's where they live. That's where they get their information. That's where they watch games together. They have inside jokes. They, you know, it's, it's essentially message boards, you know, uh, as we used to know, but that's what's on Twitter now. Hmm. And we were able to really get in with some of the bigger names in college football, Twitter, more of the national names. And it just sort of spread through, um, that way and, and and fairly organically as well a lot of the big college football uh twitter influencers i would say 
organically we're excited about our brand and i think that speaks to the designs you know like we've had a lot of success but i can't have my success on social without the incredible work that our designers do so it goes hand in hand but of course a lot of that initial a lot of that initial um success was because there were really big names uh in college football that truly just wanted to to promote our brand and talk about our brand on their own. It, it wasn't forced. Um, and so once that snowball started, um, it, it really just took off and we have realized how important that is. And, and we go really hard into each community um, to try and to try and reach those fans. When did you join the adventure? Um, I started in May of 21. 21. And bef before, how was social maintained and, and, and dealt with? Yeah. So I have a very cool and I think unique experience in that um, with this small company, our CEO before me, um, he was running the Twitter. And I do have this unique experience where my CEO understands and gets the value of how to be online and how to tweet and how to do all those things. Um, and he had started the ball rolling on himself with some of this stuff. Um, and then I've sort of jumped in and just kind of continued to take it to the next level and, and expand what we're doing. But yeah, I hear a lot of, uh, I'll just say horror stories, but I, I am very unique in that um, our CEO and he's in charge of our marketing department right now too. Um, he just gets it. He, he gets what social is. He gets how important it is. He gets how you have to have a voice and personality. Um, and yeah, it's, it's great in that regard. All right. Having buy-in from the boss and, or the bosses is, is usually amazing when you're in social because there are so many of them that don't yes. understand social. So that's, that's definitely a blessing. Yes. I totally get that. Yes. Do, do you know yes. how the CEO is, was measuring the impact and effectiveness of, of social before? Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, I think in, in the early days, I think it was just pretty obvious through just some pretty standard reporting through Google Analytics and through Twitter Analytics, seeing where those customers were coming from. I think it was pretty obvious from the start that, um, creating this human brand. Like that's the whole thing we've done is, is try to just be human, um, on social and Twitter. Um, I think it's pretty obvious from the start, just looking at some, some basic, uh, analytics that, um, that Twitter was just moving the needle in ways that, you know, other places were. You mentioned earlier when we, when we were talking that, uh, you have, you had been growing a lot since you arrived and, and that growth yeah. made, um, made tracking things difficult. Can, can you tell us a little bit more about that growth? Sure. Like, how, how did it look like for the past two years? Yeah, sure. So, um, we have been, so, so how it works in college apparel is that you can't just make, you know, apparel for anyone. You have to have a license and you have to get approved and they have to approve of your designs. And, um, it's not an easy process and it's honestly a, a world that's a little bit hard to get into. Um, but because the goodwill of our brand had been building up because the hype around our brand was building these bigger school schools wanted to start to get in. And what originally could have been a, a, a long five, five year plan 
what's happening in a year or two because, you know, if the five biggest schools in the country want you to make apparel for them, it's silly to say no. Um, you kind of got you kind of got to do it. So um, we we have been basically launching new schools on our site nonstop from when I started in May to beginning of January this year. And we're talking the biggest of the biggest schools. Um, and when it's moving that fast and you're adding these new fan bases every, like we, we were doing them once a week. So you're adding in these massive fan bases to your funnels and to your social weekly. Um, there wasn't, I say this lightly knowing that it's not the way to live and it's why I'm here today. We were, bringing in so many new people every week and adding these new schools every week. And it was growing so fast that like we necessarily weren't having to be like, okay, well what's not working because, and let's adjust or let's look at why this isn't working anymore. We did have a couple of instances of that, which I can talk about, but for the most part, when you're adding in these massive fan bases every week that are excited to come to you, you don't necessarily need to go back in and say, oh, why, why was this week lower? Well, it wasn't lower because we had that gift of, of constantly bringing in new people. Um, that said, we ran into some problems last summer. Uh, not problems, but um, last summer was like the first summer. Yeah, challenges. Last summer was the first summer that people were, um, you know, kind of back out doing things again since covid you know, we had really captured a fan base that there wasn't anywhere to go. These people were, were begging for sports to come back. Why not channel that in that energy into seeing what T-shirts are going to be released this week? As people started to get back out into the world, they weren't necessarily as tuned into their phone on a, on a Saturday as they had been because now they're at baseball games or that they're at kids' events or they're on the boat for the weekend. So we kind of had to readjust some, some stuff there as we saw the numbers were dipping. Um, and that's um, where we implemented a new strategy was capturing SMS. We started using social last summer. Not as much as sell the t-shirts we obviously were, but we wanted to also capture them early and get them in our SMS funnel that way. We're definitely getting to their phone. We're not just hoping that they see us on Twitter. So And seeing like what happened last summer when some of those challenges started to arise and needed to adjust, it made it more it made clear, it more going, clear into going into the start of 2023. It's like, okay, we've added all, we've these, added all these schools in. We've, we've, had, had, we've had the rush. We've had the snowball effect. Now we got to figure out how to keep these people engaged, engaged um, um, and keep them coming back to us, which is exactly why it was like, okay, let's get with a software program that can help us do this more efficiently and better. Because of the reports I was running, I was doing it all manually. Uh, and just doing and it through Excel. Excel. And so having something, it was obvious that we needed to, to, to dig in a little deeper. deeper. Tell us a little bit more about those Excel report that you were doing. How, how, what were you, what were you doing them from and, and what was the process like and how long did it take you and how often? I was very, I was manual. very manual. Um, um, and, I and I was tracking everything, everything from, from because um, our, our cadence would be, would be on a Monday, on a Monday we, announced we announced the school, the school that, we're that we're launching. 
then all through, then the, all week, through the week, we're hyping we're up hyping that school, up that school everyone we're getting everyone really excited, we're teasing, we're teasing some, some designs, designs. We're, 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 we're in the fan base, and then on Saturday, we're releasing the collection, and everyone's going nuts, going nuts shouting on Twitter, shouting on Twitter. Really it's really fun. And so what I, and so was, what I was dealing with each school was trying to track what what, what engagement, what engagement and the reception was of the, was of the announcement of the school and trying, and to, trying help to help have that, help, that help determine us. us. You know, if I, you know, if I, I got a list, I got a list of 15 schools, schools. Okay, now okay, we can, now look, we can look, and look and see that Monday that reception, reception was, was this good. And they sold this much on that day. So we can start to figure out, you know, what, a school may sell on, on, on that Saturday launch day. We're using it we're for using that, it for kind, of that kind of stuff. Um, um, we're using it for obviously just growth, engagement. I'm trying to figure out, you know, we, we tested, tested out some different types of teasers and showing off some designs. So we're tracking all that and it's all manual. Okay, this tease did this well, you know, and just trying to make sense of all that. Manually, manually, um, um, and then when we switch to trying to bring in more SMS, SMS. okay, here's okay, how many here's people, how many people we, got we got through SMS. Here, here are how many people, people are clicking the links, um, and, and just trying to, to make to sense of each school's launch and trying to and determine. Try um, how many people, how many we, people we could bring in, and what those sales might end up being when the school was launched. If you were to describe the percentage of business or the approximate percentage of business that's coming directly through Twitter from Twitter, what would it be? Is it 50% like compared to, for example, repeat business that you may have from your CRM and existing customers? Like, What is the new business that you are totally attributing to Twitter? Yeah, you, yeah know, I, you know, I, I don't have, I don't those, have numbers those numbers in front of me. I wish I did. I know it's, it's, it's fluctuating, fluctuating for us a lot, right, a lot now right now because, because um, as I said, as we, I said, were, we bringing were bringing in these huge new, huge fan, new fan bases. Um, and, so um, and so our customer acquisition cost was just so small because, because it's, it's uh, Ohio State. It's a huge fan base. We've never had their apparel before. Now we have it. That is just a massive customer acquisition. But now we're going back to the school. So now we're giving Ohio State more stuff. So customer acquisition is going to be way different now because we just had these huge influxes of people coming. So, in. so off the top of my off head, the top of my I, head don't I, I don't have the correct numbers and I don't want to say, say, the, say thing, the wrong but thing, but Twitter was, Twitter was huge for us. It was massive. It was it was the thing that was bringing in customers at a huge clip. Huge clip. Um, but it's much but it's much different now already that we've you know got those got those huge rushes in. So Twitter is the is the thing. Uh, it yeah. is the, yeah. the big source of success on social media. If, if, yep. you know, yep. without breaking any secret or trade secret or anything, mm -hmm. uh, can you share with us what, what, what are the best tweets? What are they generating for you in terms of business? We, we looked sure. at a couple sure. of them yeah. Uh, yeah. before that. Like, can you share the number? Yeah. Yeah. What we what have found, we have found is that. Is that and I think this and can think apply, this can to, apply any to any company. It's not, it's not it, it, just apply, just this, apply to this to your fan base, fan base or your customer base or who, who would be shopping, would be shopping for, you, for you. Is that we just became, we just became one, of one of them. So, so we didn't, we didn't, we didn't try, we didn't try to, be to be a brand. We just tried, we just to, tried to be a person. To be a person. 
in, in college football college Twitter, football, Twitter college basketball, college basketball Twitter, whatever, Twitter, whatever it may be. We just try to be a person in that that, that, people, that people like. like. You know, there's, now, a brand, there's a brand name on the account. account. Um, but we didn't but try, we didn't to, be try to be a brand. We just tried to be part of it. And we do that with every single school that school we launch so, so you know, we would do things to if school has uh, if school has something, something that they call themselves like a nickname, like a nickname or, whatever, or whatever we would change, we would change our, our display name, name for the week, for the week. Um, like we would, like we fully, would fully immerse ourselves in these schools, schools and become part of them i would i would learn all the inside jokes that the community has i would learn who the most famous most memorable players and moments and just become part of them um, and, um, build, and that build that personality and trust, and so, and so if I looked, if at, I looked numbers, at numbers, our best, our best tweets, tweets would be the ones that say Ohio State, Ohio State launching this Saturday, this Saturday because everyone's going to scream and, and quote tweet and, and DM their friends, friends and, and, and say, "Oh my gosh, it's coming! It's coming!" It's coming. On, the numbers, on the numbers, those are going to be the best tweets every time, but. If I had if I had to really like tell you what the best tweets are, they're the ones, they're the ones on a Saturday, on a Saturday where, where you, you are watching, are watching games, games with the community, with the community and, and you're part, you're part of it, and, and you're building that trust and rapport with people. So there's your numbers best tweets, tweet, but there's also like the brand the brand building and the community building tweets that maybe those don't show up as those don't show up on the line item and bringing the sales in, but like those are the tweets that make that people, people say, say oh, I, oh, I, I like, I like this brand. I want, to, I want to, to, buy to buy from them. Yeah. So there's what you're saying is there's a lot of work about creating amazing content that they relate to, that they feel is really crafted mm-hmm. for them. And they feel that it's genuine, that you care about them and yes. the community yes. and what they care about. And that yeah. builds the trust. And once the lounge day is coming, then you got the big tweet with the, the thousands of dollars exactly. associated exactly. with the tweet, but it's right. all, the, right. all yeah. of, you know, a lot of work before to create that trust and that relationship with the community. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. When when they when feel, they feel that, you that you are really are really part of them, and, and, and I think to I think our credit, we've done an amazing job, and that we somehow, we somehow have for all these fan bases that they don't like each other, right? They're rivals. Um, but but they're but they're okay, okay that, one that one week we love Ohio, we love Ohio State, State, and the next week we like Penn State. We've built up enough trust with everyone that they don't care. They're like cool. That's fine. Which is pretty interesting. Pretty interesting when it's, when it's like, like these are like rivals or, or, teams, or teams that maybe just got beat by somebody. And sometimes they'll make jokes with us. Uh, how could you do this to me? How could you? How could you move on to to a new school? But that's also the community we built. Is that it's fun? And they know they can joke with us. They know they can send us a tweet and say, "I'm blocking you for the week." And we know they're joking. And it's it's all in fun. So, like you said, it's that work of building up all that. All that trust and community that gets you the big the numbers, big numbers at, the at the end of the week. We know Twitter is your go-to is your go-to social yes. network, the one that's working the best. We know yeah. you are yeah. making dozens of thousands of dollars of revenue via Twitter <laughs> every month. That's yeah. significant yeah. revenue. That's really, really yeah. outstanding. Yes. I'm going to say it because you're not going to say it, but you are definitely crushing it on Twitter. I've never <laughs> seen any other company and any other person at any other company doing so well on Twitter. Um, yeah. 
what, how you told me before you kind of knew it, but you didn't really have any measurement mm -hmm. of how well it was doing. What was the trigger for you and your CEO to decide that you had to move from kind of knowing to actually knowing? What was mm -hmm. the trigger? And, and what did you experience going through that mm -hmm. transition of some, you know, kind yeah. of knowing yeah. to actually knowing? Yeah, I think one thing that triggered for me was I knew I knew that we were I knew twenty twenty three was gonna be a big year for us in a different way. like I said, we're going back to all these schools now and we're actually um we're actually launching more apparel. We're not launching more schools, but we're actually launching more apparel than we have in the years past because we are trying to get back to get back into all the fan bases and keep them engaged. so I knew that my workload was about to increase quite a bit. I knew, that I, knew I that I couldn't um, keep just keep just doing, doing my little Excel sheets and spending half my day on it. And the other part of it too is I was actually I was actually manually tweeting everything too. I, I wasn't scheduling anything. anything. I wasn't I wasn't uh, preparing in those ways. Those ways my, my content was prepared, but I was doing it all. Um, and so, and so there, were there were a couple things to play there. It was one, it was like the workload for me is about to increase quite a bit. I have done a great job. I feel confident that I've done a great job, but I think it's time to make it just a bit more official and save myself some time. And so there were two things to play. It was the reporting, but also just the ability to schedule and do several different platforms at once. It was a combo, a combo and, and we knew, we knew that, that we had been, been on a marathon for the past year and a half that I've been here. We knew that I was sprinting for the whole marathon. Um, and, so and so it was a pretty easy, like I said, I have an amazing, an amazing CEO, CEO that knows the value, the value of this. And so when, and I, so said, when hey, I said, hey, I'm, I'm ready, I'm ready to, to, I got to get something going here. He gave me that full trust of like, yep. I'm, I'm, I'm with I'm you. With you. I, agree. I agree. Let's make it happen. And so again, I'm very fortunate to have that support and understanding, and understanding of how important, how important social is to, to the business. Okay, so now you have a report. You know exactly how many how many thousands of yes. dollars yes. you make per tweet, yes. and you know how yes. many how yes. much money yes. you make on Twitter every month. Yes. How do you yes. leverage yes. that? How how has it changed? The way you do yeah. it, yeah. Or, or the way yeah. you, yeah. you report about it. What, what's the difference? Yeah, though? yeah. I think what's I think interesting what's interesting for me is that, is that as, as I as, say as this over and over again, again, I have full support, support and, and I know that my manager, manager CEO, CEO, I know that he, I know knows, that he knows how valuable I am. But there is but there something is a little something different, different than, than someone, someone just knowing, knowing and someone being, and someone being able to take something, take something and say. I know you know, I know it, you but know like, it, but like here's the here's the, here is the here real, is the number, real so, number. So like, here it actually here it is. is. I know you trust me. I know, me. I know that, we that we are doing a great doing a great thing here, but like here's this big old number that actually exists. Um, and so I and so I think. Being able, being able now, now you, know, in you know, in weekly meetings, meetings um, in monthly reporting, reporting in, in you know, planning, you know, planning for, for other events that are coming up. Now that I have now these new reports, reports to be like, to be like okay, okay, here it is. Here it this is. is the this is the actual stuff. stuff. Like, 
Like here, 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 is, here the is the actual success. success. The numbers, the numbers are large. Are large. Um, I think, I think no matter how, no matter much, how much someone supports you and trusts you, trusts you, there's nothing there's better nothing than, than having, having actual, actual data, data and, and having it like fast and easy to get versus me spending all that time trying to figure out myself. So like I said, I'm not fighting for someone to understand my value that said, um, it sure is, it sure nice, is nice, to nice to have just easy, big numbers to numbers show off. To show off. Um, and, um, and, and, and it's been and super helpful so, so far to get that, to get that process going. going. Yeah, it's, it's uh, moving from, I think we're doing the right thing to, I know we're doing yeah, the right yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, it's good too. And I think, I think for all of us that work in this industry, it's good too to have this stuff for yourself, right? right? You know, who knows when you may need it for yourself and be able to advocate for yourself, whether it's at the current job or whatever your next job or whatever it may be. But that you can't really tell somebody else, hey, I know I'm good at it. Uh, it, it, looks uh, it, it looks good. pretty good being able to say here are the numbers of exactly what i did when i did it how i did it how much i grew it like having that concrete data is like invaluable uh personally just for yourself but also for your company too yeah yeah that makes sense beyond uh being able to prove the actual dollar amount of the success which i totally understand is an is an amazing progress already uh, is there anything else that you've learned by being able to to get a little more granular on on the where the success is happening and how it's happening? Anything else than just proving uh, its existence? What? Yeah, I think also it's uh, proved something we already know quite a bit is that, uh, and this I don't know if this is the answer you're looking for, but it's been for me is that like the amount that that we've done so well, we've done so much. And, and I'm, I look at these numbers and I'm shocked at how much we haven't tapped into Instagram and TikTok yet. And it, it it's mostly for lack of resources and the platforms are a little different. Twitter is just known for sports fans. It's where they are. But that said, people on Instagram go to college. People on Instagram watch sports. People on Instagram who want this apparel. And so for me, it's, looking at that these numbers that come through i'm just like we haven't even remotely tapped into these other platforms and i i know we'll figure out how i know it won't it won't be a one-to-one replication and what worked on twitter is not going to work on instagram we've got to find a different way in we got to find ways to to do it differently but this this eye-opening look of like hey we gotta get we let's go we've We've figured out Twitter. It's going to be a lot of work still. We still have to put all that same effort in. Um, and we still got to do a great job there. But like, we know that poll book, um, despite whatever happens with, with the Twitter platform, you know, we still know the playbook there. Look at the playbook we need to get for these other platforms. Um, and so that's been super eye-opening to me um, that, that we're not even... We don't even really have the door open there yet. We have some good followings and we have some good, we have good content over there, but the, we, we haven't even made a dent yet. So it's pretty exciting to me to be like, all right, that the next truly big challenge, like how do we take this somewhere else? Yeah. I saw a LinkedIn post that you've made recently that you, you've been able to grow your audience on TikTok quite significantly in the past yeah. months. 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, these platforms are all about your niche and what is it like not trying to be anybody else. Like what is it that you do that people like you for? What is that? And how do you make it um, uh, apply on other platforms, you know, and it took a while to figure out TikTok and it, it's, it's a roller coaster, but we have found that like people love the stories that are on our designs of our shirts. And so, okay, how do we make that happen on TikTok? Um, and so we started to work through some of those ideas of, of telling the history of shirts and telling the history of mascots. And, you know, we've actually started to do that within our email chain as well, giving those people that are in email, they're starting to get some of these history, history lessons as well. Um, trying to, we're trying to take that personality and community we've built on Twitter and like, okay, how does, how does that look everywhere else, including email, Instagram, TikTok. And so we're working on it. And I'm sure as, as anybody listening to this knows, the platforms are always changing and um, the, it's, it's not an easy job, but we'll, we'll keep working to figure it out. Well, Thank you so much for uh, sharing that uh, journey with us. And um, if 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 you had a final word for for listeners or viewers, depending on where they're watching or listening yeah. to this, what would be yeah. your piece of advice on tracking um, business impact from social media? Like, what what is it that you've learned in the past in the past two years that you think they should know? Like, I heard you're spending half a day on building reports and and like. Sure. Now less. Like, what, what are the things that you think, if you had known two years ago, you would have you would have done earlier? Yeah, that's a it's a great question. Um, I think for me, the biggest takeaway is these, these the things that something like Agora Pulse does. Like, first off, you just have to have it. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, you need something like this. Your your job as a social manager a lot of us it's always just one of us i feel that with everybody these teams are small uh, you need you need something like this or it's going to save you time there's there's things that you think that you're doing or or, or whatever but these are they're going to save you time um the money is worth it like the investment is worth it um and so i think i think that, that to me is like just biting that bullet of like get get these types of resources for yourself to make your life easier because when you give these resources now you're more freed up of time to do the other stuff you need to do which is where are your people on these social platforms how do i become part of my community on social how do i have the right voice how do i find all those things and your creative brain doesn't have all the time because a lot of us i think we have to be creative we have to be analytical you have to be now we have to be video directors like we have to do everything right some of those things i'm sure we're all better at one of them but the other for me i'm a bit more creative than i am analytical therefore i need both and now i continue to have more time to just do my creative stuff and think about what's next and what's what's coming on social and not like oh man i haven't done my reporting for the week it's gonna take me an hour i really don't want to do it because i i need to get other stuff done um you know let let agora pull so you know fill in those blanks for you and then let yourself have more time to to figure out figure out that nitty-gritty stuff that you have to find 
you got to find your community. You got to go meet them where they are. You got to be part of them um, and build up that trust and rapport, whatever platform it may be. I w- I'm not recommending that it's Twitter for everyone, right? It's going to be where your people are. But you can do what we did on Twitter, wherever your people are. And then, you know, get something like Agorapulse <laughs> to make your life far, far easier. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Or or there are many tools out there. We're just one of them. I just, sure. I just I don't want to I sure. don't want to just yeah. do advertising about us, but yeah, we we're definitely yeah. aiming yeah. to save time and make this uh reporting on on ROI easier plus a ton of other stuff that are going to help you save time on social. Yes. Uh, one last word for Elon on what should he do on Twitter <laughs> to make your life easier. We're going to make sure he, he, he gets the message. Yeah. Look, look, Elon, just don't kill it, please. Don't, don't kill don't it. take don't, it away yeah, from me. Please. Just leave it. Let's just, leave it just the way it is. It's it. great. It's fine. Let us continue to do our thing. Don't take it away from me. And I, I have I will I will ask for anything else. Great message. I hope he listens. <laughs> yeah. I hope so too. I hope so too. Thank you so yeah. much, Whitney. That was great to have you for uh, for um, uh, this Thank time, you. and it was great to to um, get to know you and your story and, uh, and 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 the amazing success you've had on Twitter. So thank you so much. Yes. Thank. Thank you so much for having me.